Here's what the title says. Fire strikes. Just a fire comes out of nowhere and strikes a Pioneer Square art gallery, damaging a Picasso and Rembrandt pieces. This is a you cannot replace. Now, here's what that title should have read. Homeless drug addict trying to stay warm because he doesn't want to go into a shelter starts a fire and then that fire destroys the building in which Pioneer Square Art Gallery was located, damaging a Picasso and a Rembrandt. That's what it should have said. You know what we're all do- all everybody's doing is blaming the fire. Ah, that guy was just trying to keep warm. Yeah, let's get into it. Here we go. Good evening. A lot of people know Davidson Gallery, and you can see right now behind me is in the process of being boarded up. This fire destroyed at least one Rembrandt and a Picasso. The thing right now that people are trying to do is save as much artwork as possible. Oh, it's open. The mood inside Davidson Galleries is very dark. We shouldn't stay too long in here. The air quality is so bad in here. The walls are a black canvas after after a fire fire. destroyed the Pioneer Square art space Friday morning. We're saving as much as we can. For gallery manager Rebecca McDonald, assessing the lost art is painful. We did lose a Picasso. From the big names to the local artists. We have artwork from 1490 all the way up to the ink is still drying on the paper. We have that whole range. An estimated 18,000. And one whacked out drug addict ruined that priceless art just yeah because here's the reality that guy that guy could have checked himself we've got all kinds of cold weather shelters being opened in seattle right now because it's been cold it's been in the 20s dipped down into the teens so everybody knows it's cold but you can't do your drugs there so you know you you, you do what you got to do and he's starting a fire literally against the building and in his whacked out state. I don't know any of this for certain, but <laughs> you know, when, when the media comes right out and says, Hey, it was just somebody trying to stay warm. There's a reason we don't allow fires in alleyways in big urban areas, because this kind of shenanigan takes place As you can only imagine the guy's trying to stay warm, which I don't blame him. He's lighting a fire. Okay. He, he shoots up, he, he smokes whatever, he nods off. You've seen these folks. They, they can't operate at all. They're super vulnerable. And preventing a fire from taking over, that's not going to happen either, right? It's just like, ah, just it's up and gone. But nobody in Seattle, everybody's just so, ah, it's an accident. Yeah, it's an accident that could have been prevented because we allow homeless people to just go wherever, do whatever. How many of the fire calls in Seattle are for the homeless population? Whether it's them starting a fire, lighting their tent on fire, fire bombing somebody else, fire bombing a fentanyl tent. I mean, we've had all of of that kind of thing happen in Seattle. And we see it in LA. How about the fire underneath the freeway? There's a reason we don't allow people to just set up and camp wherever willy-nilly and then, you know, have a little fire. Because stuff like this happens. And yet Seattle is just, you know, this guy's just trying to stay warm. Well, guy should have been trying to stay warm in a shelter, in a warming shelter, period. It's that cool. Fires, no go. This is what happens. Let's deal with reality. Here we, let's keep going. 
Works of art collected over 50 years was in danger as smoke and flames poured through the building. Seattle firefighters even did their part to preserve the art while unseen. But they knew what they were handling was was precious art. Hours later, we don't want terrible. any dampness anywhere near the artwork. And a few Ugh, blocks away, horrible. the art rescue continues. Employees and volunteers are salvaging as much art as possible. As we've been opening everything up, we're seeing everything's really quite well protected. It's an arduous task between cleaning and cataloging the art. Davidson Gallery says it's work that has to get done so that people can once again enjoy artwork when the gallery reopens. But we're focusing on what we can save. I don't care if it's $5 or $10 or, you know, $20,000. We're treating everything as if it's valuable and trying to save as much as possible. Hey, if you're enjoying this content, love to have you subscribe. Hit the like button for this video. Hit the notification bell. We put out a ton of content. Helps us out. Helps us grow the channel. Thanks in advance. And again, fire investigators say the cause of this fire was due to an individual in the back of the building in the alleyway trying to stay warm. That person lit a fire in the doorway and it spread to the building, causing a two-alarm fire. Luckily, no one was hurt. And again, fire investigators are calling this fire an accident. In Pioneer Square, Dave Ditling, Fox 13 News. But you can just see how progressive Seattle is because nobody's saying anything about, hey, are are charges going to be filed? against the guy i mean he didn't he did it on accident but you know it's like ah we're just it, it's okay guys trying to stay warm nobody wants to go there nobody wants to uphold the law nobody wants to say hey you know what that guy shouldn't have been in the alley with his own fire playing you know boy scout and trying to get the fire going we recognize it's cold outside that's why all the shelters have been opened up so this whole notion of ah, it's just an accident. Yeah, it was a million dollar accident that could have been avoided. So what are we going to do about that? Nothing. We're just going to. So this art gallery is literally moving. They, they were in the process of moving and all their stuff was out. And it was kind of in the, in the process of being packaged away. They're going to be moving, I think, in February. We'll read about that in a second. But, um, so they've got this other spot that they can take the items to. You want to talk about a tricky cleanup and you've got priceless art. I'm no huge art guy, but you know, when you've got artists that the general population really enjoys Picasso being one of them, it's like, okay, we have an art gallery really close to some of the toughest areas in downtown Seattle with a bunch of, you know, really famous art pieces. Rembrandt and Picasso and a bunch of other stuff. And the lady, the owner said from 1400s, it's like, come on, what? (laughs) This is at play folks. This is, this is what happens when you just allow people to post up willy nilly wherever. And then, you know, you can't really blame them for just trying to stay warm. Right. Cause it's, you know, it's dropped down into the teens here in Seattle. And, you know, from that standpoint, but that's the reason why we don't let people just live wherever, camp wherever, and start fires wherever, because this is what happens, a million-dollar accident. So it's a three-story art gallery in Seattle's Pioneer Square neighborhood, and many of its uh, pieces inside were damaged in a serious fire. It's happened on Friday. So the Seattle Police Department or Fire Department received multiple 911 calls just after 6.30 a.m. It was early in the morning. 
Friday about a fire inside Davidson Galleries, which is located at 300 block of Occidental. A post on Seattle Fire Department's Fireline blog reported that shortly after 7 a.m., Incident Command upgraded the response to a two-alarm fire. Plus, guys, don't use your fire hoses because we got valuables inside. Everything gets wet. It's just a mess, right? I had a flood in my house um, this past, when was that? November? I think it was November. Just a bunch of stuff got wet. And even though it's stuff that I wasn't particularly concerned about, it's like, it just takes so long to dry everything out. Do I toss this? Do I get rid of this? All right, here's a Picasso here. Do we clean it up? What do we do, guys? Yeah, what a lot of work. So, Incident Command upgraded the response to a two-alarm fire, requesting additional crews for searching all floors of the gallery, as well as the neighboring businesses. It does not sound like it hit the other businesses, which, all right, okay, great. But, you know, you just want somebody to say, hey, you know what, we're going we're gonna to start some more emphasis patrols in downtown Seattle, and we're going to do what we can to let people know you can't be lighting the, uh, the buildings on fire. That's a hard no-go even though it seems like fire within the homeless community is just a given. Ah, this light went on fire. It's fine. It's all good. According to the Seattle Police Department Health One station nearby, they were the first unit on the scene and surveyed the area to help arriving fire engines access the fire. So, yeah, it started by a person trying to keep warm. I get that. That's why you can't stay outside when it's super cold. You're going to freeze to death, right? You're going to freeze to death. But it spread quickly to Davidson Galleries, which contained an estimated 18,000 works of art collected over 50 years. Now, back in the day, Pioneer Square wasn't nearly as bad as it is now. Some people say, ah, it's gotten way better, Sean. Well, from what I saw last summer when I was there, and I'm there, I'm there a couple of times a year, Pioneer Square. I was there, I was going through Pioneer Square on my way to the Seahawks game. My son and I were trying to find some damn parking. We ended up paying $96. I think it was 96 for a uh, for a parking spot for the Monday night football game Seahawks 96 bucks for parking Oof, yeah so we went through Pioneer Square we're just looking for parking cuz it's really close to um to the Seahawks stadium and um it, it it's got it's got riffraff it's got shenanigans happening it's just that area in downtown yeah it's got some cool bars got some cool stuff you got museums but then you've also got this other element that causes your million-dollar shenanigan fire. Oops, sorry, guys. Blew out a Picasso. Fire was brought under control quickly, but not before extensive extensive damage was done to the building. Talk about damage done to a building. One of my other podcasts is going to be on that ridiculous tunnel, 60-foot-long tunnel. You guys know this one? Have you guys heard this story? In a synagogue, a well-known synagogue, synagogue in Brooklyn, uh, <laughs> part of, of this synagogue, some real hardliner young kids, some activists dug a tunnel either into said synagogue or out of said synagogue into a bathhouse. So many storylines to this, that story. It's incredible. And then when they came to fill up the, the five foot tall tunnel, eight foot wide tunnel, 60 foot long tunnel. When the leaders of the synagogue were made aware, Hey, you got a tunnel underneath there. They brought in the construction crew to fill up the hole with cement 
I don't, yeah, don't blame the messenger. I'm, I'm going to be questioning all of that. When that happened, about five of these kids who dug this tunnel, they hunkered down inside the tunnel and wouldn't come out. Eventually, the police had to come in, and there's this big back and forth. There was a brawl. I mean, it's some insane footage. You've got all these uh, Hasidic Jews just kind of almost duking it out, and they're, they're going back and forth with the police, and the police arrest these kids, and it's just this insanity and so many storylines of if you don't really know why they're doing, what were they doing? They're excavating. They're they're uh, for a Messiah that died in 1994, who was 92 years old, and he said they needed to expand this building because it's a worldwide known building. Yeah, where people come to go visit. It's like okay, that was damaged done to the building, and now they've got structural damage, and they've got other buildings in the area red tagged. That's damaged under the building. This is damaged under the building. They could have been avoided. Hey, uh, yeah, you can't build a fire in the alleyway here. That's a no-go because it might catch the building on fire. Firefighters entered the gallery from both the entr- front entrance and the separate entrance in the back alley to pour water on the fire. I, I talked about in this area in Seattle when, when I got out of my car, my girlfriend and I got out of the car is where we're going to a show. We're going to... Um, uh, concert that uh, show that one of my friends actually uh, put on. He was, um, yeah. Anyway, you get out of the car, it, it just smells like urine. It just straight up smells like urine because people are living in the alleys. People are living wherever because we've allowed it to happen. So if you care about galleries, if you care about art, if you care about any buildings downtown, which most of you are going to say, who cares? They should have let it burn. Let it burn. That's what you got. I agree. I agree. But a Picasso, Rembrandt, mm, don't want to see that stuff disappear, right? Because they ain't making any more of it. Know what I mean? And that's even if you're not, I don't care about art. I get that. I get that. But Picasso, come on now. Come on now. No one was found inside the building and injuries were reported as they should have been. The incident is under investigation, Seattle Fire Department reported. By 8 a.m., the fire was under control and it did not extend into any adjacent businesses. But extensive damage was done to the gallery, including some pieces that were housed inside. Ugh, brutal. Such an incredible loss, the art gallery told Cairo. Just hard to even amass to able to assess the loss for the artist, the loss for the collectors. Pieces that we took in good faith are now toast. That's what happens. (laughs) I don't want to say a huge I told you so. But this is the byproduct for what we've allowed to have happen. Here in Seattle, along the West Coast, we're just, hey, it's an accident. We know, we know it's an accident. We're not really going to do anything. Of course, they're not going to throw a guy in jail for accidental arson because it wasn't, you know, probably on purpose. But, you know, the guy's whacked out of his mind on drugs. He's doing something crazy. He, you know, he can't manage the fire. He can't work out, you know, call 911 because that looks bad on him because he's probably got a bunch of drugs on him. Yeah, this is what you're dealing with. This is what you get. Seattle, this is what you get. This is kind of, this is where you sit, unfortunately. So until there's some real pushback, and I see the issue of fire in the homeless community, we see that all of the time. It is on the regular. You know, so many calls, thousands and thousands and thousands of calls are made to 911 in response to homeless fires. The gallery was especially vulnerable as many art pieces were laid out on the floor because they're going to make a move to Yesler. It invited a maximum amount of smoke damage. That sucks. 
As of Friday night, users visiting the Davison website will see a message saying the gallery is temporarily suspending sales while we handle an emergency situation in our building. Got a fire damaged Picasso for you. Give you a deal. I'll certify it was in that fire. The message concludes by saying that they will resume their website activity shortly, and anyone interested in getting in touch with them, get a slightly fire damage. It may smell a little bit of smoke, and that's one thing with fire, right? You cannot get rid of the smoke damage. You just, you just can't. It, it just gets in everything, and you got to toss it. It's horrible. Fire, water, horrible, horrible. So these are the shenanigans that Seattle and a lot of these West Coast cities are we're enabling this we are enabling this to happen just live wherever you want and i think it's gotten to that point where people are like no you can't have people living willy-nilly but cats out of the bag what are you going to do with all these folks what are you going to do with all these migrant drug addicted homeless folks ah, if it doesn't work out in portland go up to seattle it doesn't work in seattle go up to vancouver bc ah, if it doesn't work there go down to san fran they'll take anybody right and so, you know, you've just got this whole, this whole thing going on. And this is one more example of why you don't let people live just wherever the F they want, start a fire. Yeah. But you knew that because you're a reasonable person. All right. That's it for me. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up in the next one. Bye for now.